Mitchell Marcus was the team manager for the Coronado High School basketball team. Mitchell has a developmental disability which would normally prevent him from actually playing the game. But on this one particular day, the coach had a surprise for him. On the last day of the regular season, Mitchell was allowed to suit up. Now for Mitchell, that normally would have been enough, but there were more surprises to come. At a minute and a half left in the game, the coach actually put Mitchell in the game. Now unfortunately, each time they gave the ball to Mitchell, he either missed the basket, or on their last possession, he actually lost the ball out of balance. Now, what happened next changed the course of not only Mitchell's life, but of everyone on both teams. Jonathan Montañez, who played on the opposing team, was about to inbound the ball. Rather than give the ball to his teammate like he normally would, he actually called for Mitchell, and he gave the ball right to him. Mitchell then took the shot, and he made it, and the entire arena erupted in applause. Just like Jonathan's one pass, our small acts can have tremendous impact for those around us. And this is what we're going to talk about this week on Perpetual Good. It's the Perpetual Good Podcast with your host, Kenneth Hopkins. Join us as we discover the good things that are happening all around us and what we can do to bring even more good to our communities. Life is like a box of assorted chocolates. But what swirls in my head? Donuts from boxes. Both go with the concept. Never know what you'll get. Welcome back to the Perpetual Good Podcast. This is your host, Kenneth Hopkins. And this week, we're going to be looking at small things. And in particular, small things that can have a big impact. Now, many of you have gone to the store and you've seen the very familiar red kettle, somebody sitting on the stool and ringing that bell. It's the Salvation Army uh, red kettle bell ringers. But did you know where that started? Well, we're going to talk about that in this episode. But let's get back to this thing about small things that having, having a big impact. So one of the things that I remember from my past, it was a job that I had where I was a salesperson. I sold products into pizza places and Italian restaurants. And I had this one restaurant. It was in uh, Oakland, California. And I was used to going to many of my customers and they would either give me a great big pizza to take home or they would give me big slices. Uh, always there was a lot of food. And I was so used to eating very well when I went to my customers. They, they always treated me well. And, and this customer was no exception. But on this one day when I came in, uh, he said, do you have some time? I said, sure. He said, he said sit down. He says, I want to I want to give you something. And uh, he, again, Italian restaurant um, right in the heart of Oakland. And uh, he came out with the absolute smallest slice of pizza, which when I first looked at it, I'm thinking, you've got to be kidding me. But on this pizza was a, a little bit of cheese, a little bit of prosciutto and a little bit of pesto. He says, I want you to try this. I tasted that and I hadn't 
eaten anything else for lunch. This was the first thing that I had. But when I finished that, the smallest thing, because it was so good, because it was prepared so well, I was absolutely satisfied. And it actually changed a lot of my thinking when it comes to uh, when it comes to cooking. That is not always about quantity, but it really is about quality and providing something that's going to be uh, that's going to be satisfying, not just to the physical appetite, but to the whole experience. And uh, so that's something that I always carry with me. And when I saw the the Salvation Army people, I, I wasn't actually putting these two things together, but I actually uh, saw some information about how that started. So we're going to talk about that. We're also going to, uh, we have got another story about little things that have a big difference. And we're going to wrap this up with how the things that you have and the things that you can do can actually make a difference to not only to yourself, but to the world. So let's get started with stories about small things that have a big impact. Ignition sequence starts. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. Liftoff on Apollo 11. Oh, boy. NASA is in the news a lot these days because there's a new space mission called Artemis that's going to put people back on the moon for the first time in a very long time. Um, Artemis itself, the entire mission is um, valued, I guess. The, the cost of Artemis is around $93 billion. That's more money than I can think about at any particular time. Um, but even if you go back to the early Apollo missions, they cost they cost a lot um the apollo 11 mission just adjusted for today's uh for today's economy would have been about uh, just under three billion dollars that is a lot of money and not just money but there was a lot of uh there were a lot of people there was a lot of time spent and there were uh there was a lot of intelligence that went into getting buzz aldrin and the team um, off of the earth and onto the moon. There was a lot of calculations that went into uh, making sure that the astronauts were going to be able to stay safe, get to the moon and be able to get back. But there was an incident that happened that almost caused that mission to go completely upside down. We're in the process of turning out the lights and I looked over in uh, some dust that had been dragged in by us, and there was something that wasn't, uh, that was unusual, this little black plastic thing. I don't know what it was. It was a circuit breaker, broken off part of a circuit breaker. Engine arm, that's the same one that for the ascent engine, has got to be in to lift off. 
when they landed, something happened to one of the instruments. It was a very small instrument, but it was very critical. And it was a circuit breaker that would allow them to restart the engines to get off the moon and get back to Earth. So they were on the moon and they literally had no way of getting back. So at this point, they were uh, they were literally stranded. They had no way of being able to do this. And so uh, all of the brilliant minds at Kennedy Space Center were trying to figure out what they could do and how they could fix this, um, how they could fix this problem and get the astronauts back safely. Interestingly enough, the way that this got fixed was not through superior intelligence. It was not through um, some fantastic piece of machinery that they had. But if you go back a little bit into the story, one of the things that um, the astronauts started carrying with them was a 69-cent felt-tip felt pen. They realized that the way that these pens were made, um, it allowed them to uh, actually use those in space. And so Buzz Aldrin had this pen uh, so that he could write down certain things and um, certain calculations as, as they were on the moon. And with all of the... Uh, all of the expensive equipment, everything that they had, there was nothing that was going to allow them to trip that circuit breaker except for this felt-tip pen. So um, as they were trying to figure it out, Buzz pulled this, uh, he pulled this pen out of his, out of his pocket and he was able to stick it into the, uh, into the area in the circuit breaker. And he was able to trip it and, and was able to start up the engine so that they could actually get back home. So you have this $3 billion project um, that actually got saved by something that had nothing to do with any of the engineering at all. But it was a 69 cent felt tip pin that you could get at your local Salvation Army has been in the practice of collecting donations. And one of the things that I like about them is all of their donations go to uh, local charities or whatever's happening in their local community. And they've been doing this for a long time. But for those of you who see the bell ringers, it wasn't always the case. They always did have people who were, who were collecting for donations, but they didn't always have the bell. Back in the late 1800s, there was one person who was volunteering for the Salvation Army. She was, uh, her name was Amelia Kunkel. Cadet Kunkel would, would take her place outside of uh, Wall Street, and uh, she would 
position herself either at the en- entrance or the exit of some of the buildings in Wall Street so that she could catch the businessmen who were coming out and hopefully get some donations. On a good day, her donations could actually get up to 18 hours, which according to her was very good for a four-hour stint. But most of the time, a lot of the businessmen, and it was it was men at that time, but a lot of the businessmen would just pass her by. And so all she had was this kettle, and she was standing there hoping that people would actually do something. And so uh, one day she went to her commander, and she was complaining that she's standing out there. A lot of times it's very cold, um, and she wasn't getting anything. And she was trying to figure out a way to... Uh, actually increase the donations. And her commander just said, well, why don't you just bang on the um, bang on the kettle uh, in order to attract attention? She didn't want to do that, especially she's there in the in the business district. She didn't want to do that. That, that wasn't uh, her uh, her desired way of doing things. And so uh, the commander didn't give her any other uh, any other suggestions, just said, eh, you'll find a way you'll figure it out. So one day she uh, actually went into a store and she found something that was going to be what she needed. It was a little bell and it cost 10 cents. So she bought the bell and she started using that, just ringing that bell and the donations actually increased and it increased a lot. She was able to get a lot of attention just from that little bell. And because of that, the entire organization started changing. And what started as this frustration, Amelia, she was only 16 years old. So it started from this this little girl who was frustrated over not being able to get enough. And a 10 cent bell changed the entire way that the Salvation Army was doing business. And now you see bell ringers all over the place and their donations uh, uh, right now, their donations are uh, upwards of millions of dollars that go back into the community. And so Something as small as a 10 cent bell could actually change uh, the course of an entire organization and change it for, at this point, hundreds of years. So I got a question for you. How are you feeling at this time of year? when you pass by the bell ringers or anybody else who's asking for donations and with all of the the pressure of getting the biggest gift the best gift the uh, we see the commercials for all of the new cars all of those things that are happening at this time how are you feeling at this time of year are you feeling maybe like the little drummer boy with all of that stuff that's going on around you and all you have is your little drum. I know I, I feel that a lot of times. It always seems like you have to do more and outdo and, you know, whatever the standard was for last year, that 
this one has to be not only as good, but sometimes even better. And that's a lot of pressure. So what do we do with that level of pressure that can come cascading down on us and even crushing us? Well, really the challenge is to take a completely opposite view. Instead of looking at the biggest thing and having the uh, trying to do the biggest event and the biggest impact and having the most lights up on your house, all of those things. What do you have in your hand? Just like that story of the little drummer boy, and I know it's just a it's just a story or it's just a song, but it has a significant meaning. Do what you have in your hand, do what you have in your possession, because just like a 69 cent felt tip pen that you can get anywhere, just like a little trinket that is sold in a dime store or whatever, you never know the impact of you doing what you can do with what you have on the people that are around you. Thank you for spending time with us at the Perpetual Good Podcast. Make sure that you are following us to get notified of any episode as they come out. And if you've gotten anything from this or any of the other episodes, make sure that you share them with the people in your life. The theme music for the Perpetual Good Podcast is Wild and Windy by Bled John. Additional music, Soaring Above the Waves by Rolick Music. And The Little Drummer Boy was performed by the Harry Simeon Chorale. I leave you with these two quotes. The first by Senator Cory Booker. Stay faithful in things large and taking on the world, but stay faithful in those things small, because remember, it's the small things, the size of a mustard seed, that ultimately move mountains. The second quote is by Booker T. Washington. He says, success in life is founded upon attention to the small things rather than to the large things, to the everyday things nearest to us, rather than to the things that are remote and uncommon. Thank you again, and we'll talk to you next time on the Perpetual Good Podcast.